Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Roughed Up Podcast. Matt Armstrong, Wes Yee, Tim Rodriguez, Soulcraft, Mike Roy on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Week one NFL in the books. And, uh, and what a start to the season. We had, let's just go through our, recap our picks. Chiefs were nine and a half point favorites over the Texans. Chiefs covered that game. Army had the Chiefs. I had Chiefs, Ryan Tim on the Texans. Lost. Split on that one. Lost for us. Any, any thoughts on that game? It, uh, it sort of was the first uh, the uh, scratch in the armor for the um, Chiefs being just still, still the Chiefs from last year. Yeah, the Chiefs are good and the Texans are bad. And it's clear that they're really missing DeAndre Hopkins. That is what's very clear from that game. That – they had no answers on offense because they only had Will Fuller and Fuller's one man. He, and he's getting double covered by Tyron Matthew and by a cornerback all game. So he was basically a non-factor until late in the game in garbage time. So it was yeah, clearly they need a second dominant receiver and they just don't have it. You're done with them. Sounds like. For this year, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not on the Texans this year. I think that was a hard spot for them. Like, that's a rough opening game. And then they faced Baltimore this week. Like, this is like, who, what, you know, how do they get the end, the, the short end of, of that stick? But that's just a tough spot for them to be in. Go on the road week one against, obviously, the Super Bowl favorites or winners and just such a dominant team. I thought they played okay. Of course, with no preseason, there's going to be like – no one's really in sync, but the Chiefs clearly had a lot of, you know, they returned a lot of starters from last year, and they had the, they were gelling. So, I don't know if I make too much much of it. It's, I mean, it's a Bill O'Brien team. I hate Bill O'Brien, but that's just a hard spot. So I feel like there still remains to be seen, kind of like who this team really is. Well, and, and that's the problem, though, is that they're going to be trying to figure out who they are all year. And they don't have much of a run game either. David Johnson was clearly – he was okay. I mean, even in that game, he got hurt and he missed a couple of series. And then Duke Johnson went down pretty quickly thereafter. And basically, David Johnson was forced to play the rest of the game, even a little banged up. So, we will see where that run game ends up. And if they don't have a run game, they don't have a chance the rest of the year because they don't have enough weapons on the outside – to keep them honest. I see this type of team as like a Roy's heartbreaker kind of team, like the kind of like the Falcons where mm-hmm. they have a quarterback who can throw the deep ball and like an offense that looks like it should be able to put up 35 any day. And they have maybe like one thing on defense. That's really good. Maybe a pass rush, yeah. maybe a defensive back, but they're so fundamentally flawed that those, those positives are just like so outweighed by like a bad coach or um, you know, a terrible, like a terrible secondary, something like that. Um, and so you just never can quite, never can quite get the ceiling out of them. They are yeah, consistently the, uh, inconsistent. The Texans oh. are a classic case of this. Some of the parts is worse than the individual parts. I feel like, I mean, Deshaun Watson, David Johnson, like, like there's some really good players on this team, but I don't know why they can't put it together and kind of run their division and do these amazing things. So there's always going to be, I think it's the coach coaching starts with them. Yeah, but like you said, it's, it's going to be a frustrating year all year to bet this team. 
Also, one thing we need to talk about is the defense of the Texans. Uh, Mahomes only threw for 200 yards in that game. You know, he threw for 213 yards. Clearly, they have a problem up front. Their defensive line, uh, J.J. Watt is okay at this point. He's not the same guy he was three, four years ago. And that is clear after watching that game. They, they were run on all day long. There was no answers. They couldn't do anything. Like, they got gashed. What, they got gashed. They, they got gashed all game long. And, uh, I mean, anytime they threw the ball, it was a reception. You're right. But well, with Mahomes, but he didn't even throw the ball that often. Like, he, they were mainly running the ball. Like, he only threw the ball, I think it was uh, 23 times. And he was, like, 23 for 20. I mean, he was 20 for 23 for 213 yards. Like, it was mainly the run game that destroyed the Texans because they can't, they can't tackle and they can't push, they can't push the uh, offensive line back. They can't get any penetration up front. Another example of any running back will do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Totally agree. I uh, will not learn that guy's name because it seems as though the chiefs can run out any kind of running back. And he will be dominant just because of how versatile Mahomes is and how good Andy Reid's offense is for playmakers. Uh, the the ball is just spread so so well that it's hard to cover so many guys. Uh, Kelsey looked good. Uh, Mahomes looked good. I you know the Texans are still like uh, nine and seventeen. They're yeah, very, very, very possible uh, potential for them to make the playoffs and beat some team, but they are clearly just a tier, uh, at least a tier out of uh, the Chiefs' uh, wheelhouse. Yeah. What about this uh, Rams Cowboys game? <clears throat> that one I definitely took a big goose egg on. I was the only one of us to pick uh, to pick the boys, and they. They, they, disappointed, let you down. they disappointed sooner than I expected. Usually they try to build you up early in the season, start off hot, you know, become the NFC favorite for a couple of weeks around weeks five to seven. And then they lose like eight straight games and, and barely make the playoffs. Um, but they didn't waste any time this year. They got right after it and uh, showed another sort of like clownish game plan and some of the same kind of play calling issues that you saw in Green Bay, I think where it was like you're getting the least out of that quarterback you could be getting. You're actively like holding them back, which is kind of crazy to say about the boys, but uh, it does feel like they have more, another team that has more, I would throw them right into that Texans bunch as a team that like has a lot of talent and good players. And if you just cover up who the coach is, you would probably think that's a top five team, but they're never a top five team. Yeah. uh, Yeah. All, all the question marks you had last year with Garrett, like I have all those question marks with McCarthy. So when he went out there and basically it was all the blaming that you could throw on Garrett, you can now throw on McCarthy because that team looked no different. It, it looked like the same team you saw last year. And you have a completely new regime, same team. So I don't know whether it's the actual team itself and the way it's composed or whether it's the coach at this point. 
Steelers have no problem with the Giants, speaking of old cowboy coaches. (laughs) Jason Garrett. um, Sorry, do you want to get in there, Army? Oh, I was just going to say that both teams looked uninspiring, and I don't want to back into those teams. Um, Yeah. That game was kind of bad. The 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 Ram the Rams though their defense looked good. They had their front their front their front seven looked really good. Donald uh, really turned it on. That was pretty impressive. He's, he's a fucking monster. Like a guy is an absolute stud. There's no doubt about that. Did you watch that game? As you see the Rams opening drive of kickoff, that like they looked good. Fast pace, up tempo, short quick slants. Like that looked like the Rams of old. Quick play action scheming. Um, but yeah, t- to Dallas's point, I wouldn't again put much into this uh, this this um, their performance because again, you know, on the road opening um, with no preseason, I think this team will take a game or two to gel. New head coach too, it's it's tough to you know get them to go and like Super Bowl favorites game one out of the gate, you know, be be locked in. So I give them a, a pass here. But like you said, there is too much talent for them to be terrible. But who knows, like, with no home field advantage because no fans, like, I don't think Dallas has any home field advantage going forward. So, I think it's going to be, like, a dogfight every game that they're going to have. Well, they might have fans later in the season. So, in Texas, they might open it up to, like, 20% of fans. We'll see where that goes. But they might have fans later on, but not initially. Um, Yeah, I don't see this team ever blowing someone out. That's the thing. Like, I just – they have the playmakers to to do it, but I just don't see, like, a Mike McCarthy-led team just rolling teams. So, I don't think any lead is safe with Dallas. And that defense doesn't scare me. um, No. Such that team can come back on them. Van Der Esch went down. He's on IR for the rest of the year. Yeah, that's a big loss in the the middle there. So, I think teams – like, you know, the back door is going to be wide open for for teams to cover. And I would just look, you know, to see how, how big these lines get. As Dallas remains a pub. Giants Steelers took the Giants. Didn't didn't realize that it was going to be Jason Garrett again. Not going to lie, <laughs> I thought he was taking your. I, I told I told you after the pod, I was like, you do realize <laughs> Jason Garrett's the OC, and Joe Judge has been a wide receivers coach his entire career. He's never coached. Anything higher than wide receivers coach. Ah, I missed that one. That, that was ugly. Oh, my goodness. That was ugly. How do you oh, make, Saquon Barkley, six yards. Bar- how do you make <laughs> Barkley look so bad? It seems pretty easy. I mean, AP is uh, capable of running for 100 yards, but uh, Saquon Barkley can't get into double digits in rushing yards. That's he got right. bottled up real quick. Like, he was hit almost at the line or behind the line every single rush. Pittsburgh was swarming that line. Are you guys in on this Pittsburgh well, team already? I, I, yeah, what, what, do you, what are your feelings? Is this, is this one of the old-school Roethlisberger Pittsburgh teams now? He's back? I think, they I think this is going to be a 11, 11 and 5. I think it's going to be an 11 and 5 squad. Uh, I, I think the, the best team in the division is still Baltimore. Steelers are going to be very good, but I think Baltimore is still the best team in the division. I think, um, yeah, uh, I was trying to look in to see what Connor's injury was, but uh, Ankle. Their, right, their right tackle is out for the year. Mm-hmm. That was, that was kind of gruesome. But, um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it seems like uh, probably not the best version of the Steelers, but I think, you know, that division is 
terrible, and so they get four free wins. So, yeah, probably around that, around like a, a 10, 10, 11 win team. Yeah, I think they it took make a few, the playoffs. Yeah, they will. I think it took a few quarters for the offense to get clicking. But Big Ben looked pretty comfortable. Like once he got rolling with um, Deontay Washington, I think it was, uh, and, and Juju, some nice passes to him. So I think there's definitely some talent on the offensive side. And the defense was flying around. Bud Dupree was a menace all over. But actually, like, there was some positives from the Giants' side. Like, like Danny Dimes looked confident and actually had some nice, quick zip on his ball and had some really accurate passes. Like, I, I don't think it's all doom and gloom. Um, Joe Judge looks like he has the respect of the team. I think they kind of believe him. I mean, Saquon just got absolutely bottled up. So with no run game, it's really hard to win when you're so one-dimensional. But I don't think it's all doom and gloom. I think they, they showed some, some life. And Danny looked not scared at all, looked pretty comfortable, pretty confident. Um, I kind of like them going forward because I think the public is going to be off the Giants. I think this, this performance is going to be like, uh, stay far away, this team stinks. But I think it actually opens up value going forward. Okay, so we're, we're maybe still holding on for, for some uh, buy, low, uh, buy low lines with the Giants. Starting next week. Okay, okay. All right, let's get through these last two. Um, well, I guess we've got our best bets, but first this Tennessee-Denver game. Denver coming through on this one, barely, despite their own uh, – despite trying hard to not um, able to able to get the cover by the half point. The hook pays off, but hard to like what you saw. That was an ugly-ass game. I mean, the, the Titans should have won by 15-20. That was an ugly game. Yeah, it's really tough to say. Um, not impressed by Tannehill, but he did get the team into scoring position with the Hall of Famer, and the dude missed four point opportunities. So, yeah, that adds up to a twelve point game that didn't happen. Um, I don't. I, I didn't like either side. That they, they looked ugly. Is there is there a position in in football that? more quickly you could change your opinion about a player than kicker. <laughs> like if you see no. a guy, like, like literally we just saw like the best kicker ever go out there and miss three, three field goals and an extra point. And mm-hmm. I bet there's a good little feeling of like, I don't trust this guy anymore. <laughs> uh, all right. The, I wanted to make the, that comp watching that game, but there was Dan Ugla in the, the all-star <laughs> game. And he, every attempt he had, he made an error. And the immediate thought is, okay, so he's Chuck Knobloch now. His career is over. <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. can never feel the baseball again. So I don't know. There's, there's some. I mean, there's Daniel Bard can never throw a strike again. Uh, Rick Ankeel. Hmm. Um, are there any uh, basketball comps like that? Uh, Harrison Barnes in uh, for the Warriors a couple of years ago went like 0 and 20 from uh, from the field. Uh, yeah, that was oh, Gary Sanchez. Wow. Gary Sanchez for the Yankees this year. Oh well, that's yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> Don't remind me. Months. Holy 15 shit! 15 hits or 13 hits and 115 at bats. Yikes. This, this, yeah, I think just like the but yeah, if you're asking for like a quick, I don't trust them. I don't know. I, I felt like it was like partially Gus Kowski's fault, um, but it looked as though the 
the holder and the line weren't really. We uh, two of them yeah. got blocked. Two of them yeah. got blocked. Be- well, because the line didn't didn't hold them at all. They like literally <laughs> just let them wa- light through. And I was like, "What in the world is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? How did that happen?" He just like literally the like right down the center, they just wiggled right through and and blocked the field goal. I was like, "What the hell?" And that happened twice. I do think, yeah. So like he misses the first one. It wasn't like you know he shanks it or something. The second one was going in, but it got blocked. And so then, as a kicker, you're immediately like. Oh shit! I I don't know how to kick the football anymore. <laughs> and, and so yeah, he misses mm-hmm. the third. And it, the third got blocked. The third one got yeah. blocked again. So yeah. when it was happening in that one, it was a bad snap. It was low, so it took longer to get out. Right. And so yeah, you your timing time. messed up. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, I think the Titans kickers are cursed. So <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> think Guskowski's, uh career is going to be tainted by this it's just like you accidentally signed with the titans so not your not your fault <laughs> what was the number of, of what was their field goal percentage last year they had eight was, field goals all year yeah it was something it was like 40 percent oh 56 okay yeah, yeah 56 percent it's the lowest in modern history <laughs> the lowest in modern and now history. they're worse than that <laughs> <laughs> They they had the game winner though. That's all that matters. That's true. But that was a terrible game. I was not impressed with either Tannehill or Locke. I'm not a fan. All right, best bets. Army had the Panthers getting the three, but the Las Oops. Vegas Raiders handled their business. Oops. That was rough. That, I mean, that was winnable <laughs> on both on both sides. Um, yeah, it was. but yeah, it's not it's not one that I'm proud of because like yeah, you want one that you know wins handily. But um, you want one. Been, you want one like Roy had. Roy, yeah, up coming year. up big. Yeah, Cardinals with taking away the win don't even need the points. That was easy. That was the easy money pick. Line. Easy, the money easy pick. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, not bad. And then almost, almost. That wasn't easy for say. me to watch. I'll just tell you that much. <laughs> but easier for you to watch Ooh. was Buffalo hey. minus six and a half. Oh, We've, yeah. Hey, we've blown oh, it. Oh, I call I called that game all day. We, we got, have I forgotten got... we've forgotten to introduce Tim Tim's tantrum. Oh yeah, let's Start. hear about the Niners. <laughs> Holy, Holy Christ, don't even get me started. Oh well, <laughs> that's okay. Well, let's let's start here for. Well, let's start it out with the Niners go up ten nothing. They look like they're gonna be walking away with this one. And immediately afterwards, they're like they see them clumping eleven guys in the center. For the, for a pump block, and they do nothing to adjust. Literally, special teams does zero to adjust. Guy punches right through the center, blocks it, and then on the next play, they go in for a touchdown. Completely changes the trajectory of the game. The Niners were going to walk away with that game if that if that punt doesn't get blocked. And that literally changed the way their offense is running. That changes the way their defense is playing. It, it was it was a completely game changer. And then also. Why in the hell are you not doubling DeAndre Hopkins? Why? I, I, I don't get it. He Like, not one time did you see someone on DeAndre Hopkins with safety help. Not one time. It, he was always by himself. I'm, 
I'm like, what in the world is going on? How is this guy so wide open? There were some plays where there wasn't even a guy guarding him. I'm like, how? How? Like, what defense is this? You had six weeks to prepare for this game, and you're just not going to guard their best receiver? It's like mind-boggling defense. And also, Quan Alexander, he was constantly running himself out of position. Constantly. He was overrunning, over-pursuing, and, and just put himself out of position. Kyler Murray is like, okay, if you're going to run right past me, I don't even need to make a move. You run right past me, I'm going to run past you for 20 yards. And it's like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, oh, my goodness. It, yeah, it was really rough to watch. Don't get me started on Jimmy Garoppolo. He looked like absolute shit show. It looked like he looked like the playoff Jimmy. He didn't look like all your Jimmy. That you know, when it came time for him to shine, he did. He looked like playoff Jimmy, where he was scared, he was timid. He would throw a ball, air mail it, or he'd throw it too lightly and it would get deflected. I mean, a perfect example was late in the game in the fourth. If he rips it there, Bourne catches a touchdown. The game's over, right? Instead, he lobs this little pussy throw. And he's like, oh, and so Bourne has to sit there and wait for the ball to come down forever, gives the gives time for Patrick Peterson to catch up, hits off Patrick Peterson's helmet, and goes out of bounds. It's like, dude, throw the goddamn ball. Yeah, he, he looked slow and yeah, right. He's he like is not in midseason form. I I, I think that's something you could say about like half the quarterbacks in the league they missed so many throws that seemed like routine like uh, i watched it enough of baker mayfield to say that he is cuttable he's he, oh dude baker mayfield he, he's done <laughs> that was awful dude i saw him overthrow obj by 20 yards literally <laughs> he just airmailed he airmailed it by 20 yards i'm like holy christ like what was that OBJ was wide open. Like he was running, he's running a twenty-yard out route, and he overthrows him by twenty uh, by twenty yeah, yards. He yeah, like throws it out of bounds. A lot of the to like, oh, maybe they were weren't on the right page. You know, they didn't know each other's routes they were running. There were there would be like wide open. Everyone knows the route, and they would air, air mail the ball like halfway down the field. I I'm think like, yeah, Tom whoa. Brady. Tom Brady had Same a handful thing, yeah. of those. Yeah. And so, like, maybe it's just, like, you know, no preseason. They don't have enough reps. Yeah. But I, I saw a handful of uh, quarterbacks, like, have some really, like, high school-level poor throws. The, the, the killer to me, other than the Bourne play, was the last play where Jimmy G, he had – he had a 12-yard out. Yeah, that was, that was really bad. Yeah, it, it was bad, really bad. bad. He, was, he, was, he was wide open. And Jimmy's late. He doesn't put enough on it. And he leaves it inside, gives the cornerback plenty of time to react. And it's like if he releases it on time, Trent catches that easily for 20 yards, and we're in position to score. We're, I mean, we're at the eight. You know, first down, first and goal from the eight-yard line. Instead, any, uh, he throws do it. Do we have any thoughts on uh, Shanahan not running the ball again for yeah, uh, the entirety of – It's the same thing every year. He does the same crap. We're averaging five yards a carry, and it's like, oh, yeah, let's go away from the run. It's clear that they couldn't they couldn't uh, hold us. It, it's clear that they couldn't hold us. 
it's in the yeah. run game, but we're just like, no, nope, we don't want to run the ball anymore. We're gonna, just going to have Jimmy throw the ball 30 times. They need to have uh, – damn, there was that guy who was – was it like Clemson or Alabama? They had that – the red red flash guy who would run and fix the balls and stuff. They need to have a guy like that just stand – oh, yeah, the guy who defended McVay uh, last year or two years ago. Yeah. They need a guy just standing next to Shanahan and be like, run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's insane. They just they establish the run. The run's looking good. They have they then decide to start throwing the ball. I don't really understand it. And Jimmy a run, yeah. a run hype man. <laughs> yes, Dude, it's they, like they were, uh, they were run, they were averaging four point yards a carry on the ground. And it's like no, let's go away from that. Yeah, they looked uh, they looked um, not champion chim. I don't. Uh, well, and the they thing is, bad. They really I mean, the need, defense need... looked pretty suspect too. Not very yeah. electric. No, no. It, it just shows that the moves that they made in the off season are not going to pay off. That's why I'm. That's why I'm noticing. Like the like Brandon Ayuk, he starts off on. I, I don't know whether they're going to put him on IR or not, or what's going on. What his situation is like, he's just got a bum hammy now. And then uh, Debo's on IR, and he had a setback. So now he's going to be back by week four. They'll be know now. Um, and then you have then you have Kinlaw. Like, Kinlaw looked terrible in the game. He was getting blown off the ball every single time he was in on the field. He looked like another Solomon Thomas, in my opinion, which is really sad for a top 15 pick, man. It's – he looked terrible. I mean, he had he played maybe fifteen plays the entire game. He flashed in one of them. It was like it was not it was not a good showing from a top fifteen pick. We can probably jump off the Niners. Uh, we did get uh, some uh, electric stuff from Tim on the the best pick uh, from your Bills. The Bills, man. I, I'm I'm telling you, man. The Bills are coming out with their hair on fire this year. The Bills are gonna be coming in hot. They're they face the Jets. Let's let's hold the phone. They face the Jets. Dude, dude, an, the Bills defense is with an really injured good an this injured year. Le'Veon Bell. Late in the game, he played the entire game. He played the entire game. They got absolutely destroyed. It was not even close. The the Bills are playing with them. It was it was literally a joke. The entire game. Josh Allen had 26 points in the first half in fantasy. It was ridiculous. I was I was on the verge of tears because I was facing him. I was like, "Holy crap! This is the way it's going to be all game." Tears He's of joy. Have, you know, tears. Uh, well, it was both. It's tears of joy and then tears of sorrow because my ass was getting killed in fantasy. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, Buffalo's I'm, good. I, They're a good team. I I think yeah. So. This team has been on the verge of being a okay, respectable team, someone that I might back in the playoffs for years. And now that Brady isn't in the division, I yep. think this could be a Bills year. This, well, I think this is a Bills transition. I, I think the Bills are going to be good for the next two or three years. They have a lot of young talent on that team. That, that team's not old. It's not – 
Like, most of the guys are in their mid to late 20s. They're not an old team. So, I, I think for at least for the next three to five years, they're going to be contenders. They're going to be um, – Three to five years. Let's go. I'm not going to say they're going to be champions or anything. Dynasty. I'm going to say they're going to be – they're going to be contenders every year. They're going to be in the playoff hunt. They're going to be they're going to be people you see every single year at the end of the year. Week one winners. Let's fire up that dynasty chant. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I did not say dynasty. I you want to call them next three? <laughs> I said that for the next three to five years, they're going to be relevant. That's what I said. You had the same record as Jacksonville. Let's hold the phone. Well, you want to talk about? Uh, oh, they looked a lot better than Jacksonville. Let's let's go. Come on. Well, Tim's easy. Tim's, Tim's taken out the trash, so let's talk about that trash because that's the next team that got picked, which was the Pats. Also covering, I know you're ready to throw them oh. out and put the Bills atop this division. Tim, but, uh, <laughs> the Pats are still there. I had to. I had to bring up the Pats to to get Wes to come back online. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they still have the defense. Yeah, half the, half the Pats Maybe. defense opted out, and they still shut down Miami. Like they could just get guys off the street to play defense, and and they're Hall of Famers. Been doing it for years. It's, it's still it's, a really it's good a scheme. scheme. It's a the scheme. Great. It, it's a great scheme. That's what it is. And they I, they just need bodies. They just need somebody to perform the scheme. That's that's literally it. So you're you're sold and, on where's where are these two teams finishing, Tim? Who the Bills and the Pats? And the Pats? Yeah, who's who's? I, I think I think the Bills are going to be one. I think Pats are going to be two. I think the Bills are going to be eleven and five. I think the Pats are going to be ten and six. Okay, all right. I think uh, my opinions about the Pats coming into the year, you know, we've only seen one game. I think it still holds true. They are a thin team. Some of the they players they, they have on the field are injury prone, and if they go down, there's. No, the only option is Cam Newton to run the ball. Exactly. That's and that's kind of scary because he's coming off some serious injuries. So if if Cam has any significant injuries throughout the year where it's going to hamper his legs, it's going to be a rough year because they don't have receiver help. Edelman's re- the only receiver they got. That's it. Like the, Nikhil Harry is not an option. They threw the ball that guy three times. He fumbled one of them. It's like that guy is not an option. Like. So basically, you have Edelman. That is literally it, out wide. Then you have backs out of the backfield. So you got Sony Michelle coming out of the backfield. But that that's it for throwing options. And it showed Edelman, during that game, actually. I, I yeah, I won't uh, you know besmirch Edelman in front of West, but he he's like a support uh, receiver. You need some guy who can stretch the field. Someone like a Gronk or Randy Moss or something that makes a slot receiver, you know, able to get open often. And so that, that's tough that he's, he's going to have one option. <laughs> there, there's also. Because um, Cam only threw for 190. He, he didn't throw very much. It was main, what made him dynamic was the fact that he was running the ball a ton. He, he, ran, was, he, was very, he ran 15 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what made it dynamic was the fact that he ran heavily and he was making Miami have to guess. That's you cannot. Uh, I mean, we've got Lamar Jackson. I guess is is someone similar that you know when his first read goes down, he starts running. And Lamar Jackson is young and healthy 
and can do that for a, a sustained 16 game season. But we don't, I don't think Newton can do that anymore. Not for 16 games, I don't think he can. I think he can do that for like five, six games where he's running the ball 15, 20 times. I think he can get away with that. But once he starts facing real defenses, like he's facing Miami's defense. Let's come on, guys. Like once he starts facing real defenses, like hit the run game is going to get tightened up a little bit and he's going to begin hit real hard. Baltimore again. He's a he's an awesome player to watch when he's uh, yeah oh yeah of course working well but he it's just like the you know the time you know uh, always yeah. wins. Uh, yep. So. <laughs> and on that note, hmm. let's 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 take a look at this week's games. We've got a real classic here. Two of the most consistent teams in the NFL, probably I would say. Every year, these are the these are the te- same teams. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. who the coaches. Doesn't matter who the co- who the players are. These teams are the exact same teams every year for the last twenty years. Bengals, Browns. Yeah, the fact that the Browns are getting six points here is <laughs> on a Thursday match. night is just giving six on brand. Giving six. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm going to uh, I'm going to take the Bengals here. Roll with the rookie. <laughs> I will, because I mean hey, the Bengals look better than the Browns. I'm telling you that much. The Browns I don't, I don't know shit. if you watched much. I Joe Burrow looked kind of good. I think he, yeah. he looked like yeah. he, he. And that last throw to AJ Green was fucking legit. The if last AJ, throw. That if AJ out... Green is back, he can make any quarterback look good. So I'm I'm taking the Bengals in this game for sure. Yeah. And I think to win. I think they're going to be sold. The Let's go. Sure. Yeah, I, I think they're going to win, too. How about the money I gonna, line? How I was going to take money line, actually. <laughs> that was my best bet of the week, is money line bangle. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Hey, 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 this is a classic. Browns, like, look like dogs one week, and then the next week they come back and look Run better. for 250 yards. Probably, yep. But uh, – well, that's I think that's this is just two, two bad teams, and it's a coin flip on who's going to win. So I don't know why the Browns are favored by this much. So yeah, go. I'm gonna take the Bengals. Well, also Njoku's out for the year too. He was put on IR. Well, maybe not for the year, but he's out for at least eight weeks. Bet twenty to win forty-one. That's not a good value. There. <laughs> yeah, nothing good about well. the Browns. Nothing about the Browns' performance on Sunday really was like inspiring, especially with the new coach. Um, yeah, I heard a lot of like bad. kind of shit talking about um, Kevin Stefanski coming over, like that he's not a play caller. He he's he's kind of in over his head here. Um, yeah, I think this is way too many points. I think it should just be a flat three a division game, <clears throat> a division game, right? Um, if anything, Cincinnati looked better, but this line makes it seem like that the the Browns sort of outperformed yeah. and the public like that they somehow earned the right to be six point favorites. I, I don't think what they did at all week one earned, uh, earned them that line. I think Joe Burrow I keeps it close. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you on every single point. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm a big gambler. So that's why I would bet the money line, <laughs> but um, uh, the, the assessment's right. It's, these are two equally bad teams. And it should just be the three-point home favorite. I don't know why it's there. It's insane. 
Very good. On a, it's a wash. Yeah, on a personnel basis, I think the Browns have better personnel, but they have yet to figure it out. And the new coach coming in, that's it's it's too much to ask. And then it's for them to disaster. be laying six. Yeah. They have to earn it Dude, first. Watch, if, if I have to watch one more Baker Mayfield throw, sail 15 feet over the head of OBJ, I'm going to cry. It is, it's rough out here. Yeah, well, if you're a Browns fan, you got to be on your knees just crying. Just watching these games, it is brutal. The fact that they were not running like Chubb and Hunt all day long was because they were actually getting somewhere when they were running the ball. But the thing is, the moment they got behind a little bit, they started throwing the ball nonstop, and Baker just can't do it. He's not a very good quarterback. He doesn't. He doesn't look right. So, I've only watched one game of of uh, the Browns this year, and maybe it was just a, a bad performance. Baker Mayfield looks like he doesn't have NFL tools. Weak arm. Weak arm. He's weak slow. accuracy. He's not fast. So I don't yeah. really know what the the hype would be. Brutal. Add it to the list of uh, Browns quarterbacks uh, in the graveyard. Well, I mean, there's another Oklahoma quarterback coming up right now, up the ranks. So look for him in three years. Was it Spencer? Spencer something. I guess he's supposed to be a stud. He's like freshman starter, 18. 18-year-old starter, which rarely happens in college. He's supposed to be really good. Like extreme arm talent. Like on the level of Mahomes is what they're saying. Well, I'll wait to see him in three years, Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll right. see him in the show. Let's bet those futures now. <laughs> 2024, right. we'll see him. <laughs> Our other primetime game. Good Seattle. game. Seattle, four-point favorites against the Pats. This is a uh, – Good game. Interesting yeah. one. I like it. I, I can like see it, it from both sides. Yeah, uh, Seattle at home, but not much of a home field manager at this point. Uh, man, Seattle looked really good last week. Uh, I'm going to take Seattle in this one. I, I really – I think they came, they came to play this year. Uh, they looked far superior team than anybody in the NFC West. I, I think they're going to – I don't think they're going to run away with the division. Well, I think they're definitely going to win the division in the NFC. Strong, strong opinion. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's uh, it's a little high for me. I. What do you think? Three? You think even? Like the three? I think it's even. I think the Pats, Seahawks, is uh. It's got to be like a, you know, like a generational challenge, like Carroll versus Belichick. These guys are really good at game planning. Um, so I think this is going to be a tight game. And so it's not really home field advantage, right? I guess New England has to fly, you know, 3,000 miles to go play, but so does Seattle. They were in Carolina. So that's not an advantage. And, uh, yeah, I just think it's going to be a close game, close, low-scoring game. Oh, you mean uh, Seattle, was in, Seattle was in Atlanta last week? Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta. Um, 
so yeah, they don't have like a, you know, one team was is traveling across the the whole place. There's no fans, so it's not a fan advantage. So I, I, I think the line is a little high. So I'm just gonna go with the Pats getting getting this one. Newton is one in five in his career against the Seahawks. Well, the Seahawks have been a better team than yep. Newton, so that's that's. But Newton has never been on the Patriots, so. <laughs> also true. That's perfect. Yeah, I think this line is uh, like you said, a little inflated given their performance last week. I mean, they looked real good, and with um, yeah, Russell Wilson just being unleashed. I think I mean he has all the weapons, and he's he's a genius on the field. But Seattle did generally don't blow teams out. Um, they did get ahead of a pretty good lead against the Falcons because the Falcons just couldn't get out of their own way. Like they couldn't do anything. Um, finally, when they started throwing the ball. To Julio, it's like, oh, wow, like, there's your offense. Like, just do that 30 times a game. Like, why didn't you do that from the start? Trying to run Todd Gurley into, like, a wall of Seahawks. So, I think, but this is a much different challenge. Belichick uh, comes in. I I think it's too many points. I think you Belichick. I have a hard time because both these teams are good. I can kind of make a case for both teams. I would actually lay off this. I wouldn't really make a – I don't have a strong feeling on either side. But I think the line is a little bit juiced towards Seattle. So with that, if I find value on the Patriots, if I had to pick. Um, but for me, it's a stay away just because both teams are good. And if you feel like Seattle, their win was a lot better, which it was, then, you, then the argument is, oh, well, it's Bill Belichick. And like the generational, you know, his ability and skill to scheme up things. So I don't think he'll ever be out of a game. All right. Tim, where were you on this one? Oh, I had the Seahawks. I opened up. Where were you at, Wes? This one's tough for me, but I think I'm on Seattle as well. It, it looked uh, pretty good. Feels like the travel is is got to be a factor. Um, obviously, Army pointed out Seahawks are going back, but going home is still nicer than going on the road. Um, so I think I, I lean that way just because I feel like. Yeah, I'm not sure that the Pats can come out and throw another like CG on defense and 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 really lock it in on the road. So, who'd the uh, the Seahawks get? Was it um, Jamal Adams, the safety or corner? Yeah. Dude, Dude, he looked that guy. Really that guy, that, the yeah. Jets just gave him away. What is the deal with this? Well, they yeah. didn't give him away. They they got three first round picks. <laughs> like they didn't just give him away. All right. But, well, that's, yeah. that's, that's, it's, it's just uh, I don't know. You add a Pro Bowler to your defense. Yeah. It's quite oh, nice. He, yeah, he he earned every. I mean, every single play. He, he actually he was, was flying around the field. He was everywhere. Holy he's the, shit! Yeah, he's the he X factor crazy. here. He's the X factor in this game. And if he plays like that, I don't think any team has a chance. <laughs> I will add this on the Pat side. Um, we don't have a lot of experience betting on the Patriots with them as underdogs in in a lot of years. Uh, yeah. So I I'm I, I kind of lean where you're at and say like stay away because. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this seems just like a game that you watch and enjoy. I I think there's one point too too much on the spread, but it's still like this this is it's good still two excellent yeah. teams that you really don't yeah. yeah. I have a feel one way or the other. We don't have a Monday night line yet. 
So then we can yeah, just go right into uh, best bets. What is the game? Oh, Saints at uh, Saints at the Raiders. Yeah, Saints Raiders. I uh, think they're saying Michael Thomas is. isn't going to play, which is why the line wouldn't be open. I think our no, side, it's all six. It, it, it's, it's six, up, right? It's up. It's six right now. Yeah, six right oh, now. Okay. Well, let's pick the game. Then. I don't know why it's not uh, loading up here. Yeah, Raiders plus six at home. Okay. Yep. Um, uh, I'll, I'll go right away. I'll take the Raiders. I, I don't like the Saints on the road. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. I, I And I think the Raiders can do enough to keep the game close, especially with Josh Jacobs. I mean, he had three touchdowns. The guy is a, is a monster. He's a really, really good player. And, and Derek Carr looked sharp. Um, and uh, the Panthers aren't great. I'm not going to say that they are. But their defense is decent. They don't have a terrible defense. It was just that their offense was trash last year. So, um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with Wes, and I'll, I'll take the Raiders here, plus six. I'm going to jump in and just keep betting against the Raiders. Okay. Um, this is not going to be my best bet, but Wes hates for Drew Brees, the contender. <laughs> <laughs> the other contender for best quarterback in the decade. Um they looked good in uh, their game against uh, Super Bowl favorites, uh, Tampa Bay. And, uh, <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> they were not Super Bowl favorites, but okay. Tread, tread water, I mentioned, Tom. Um, I, th- I thought the Saints looked good, and they're going on the road, but they're going to be indoors, and that's – uh, one of the main factors of when the uh, Saints go on the road, if they're outdoors, like in you know previous years in Minnesota or Miami or something like that, they've looked bad. But if you're just back indoors, like in Atlanta or something, Drew Brees has never looked bad. So, and yeah, there's a there's a monster roof in Las Vegas. Nice, what a well, stadium. Well, also, you don't know Thomas's health yet. So, if Thomas is not good to go for this game, that's really going to shift wow. where things are. Oh, yeah. If it's not, if it's not open to bet, then yes, that, even Bavada thinks that's a big, big question mark. I think – so, it's six now. What is – so, like, is Thomas probable or not probable? Uh, he's he's questionable. He had a high ankle sprain, so which is the worst kind Ooh, of sprain. I think it's okay. a no go. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a no bet. You wait until the lion or until uh, Michelle because... tells us whether Thomas. Is wrong, you know? <laughs> oh no! I think if... you bet against them because, like, what? There's even if he plays, he's going to be compromised. So if you like the side that if you like the. Um, well, the side, take it now. What, what, was the line? It was the line of Thomas's out four and a half. I don't think it changes, honestly. I think it's, really think I think it's at the line now nope. because of Thomas's question. I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna be on that side here. I am I am all Saints on this one. Uh, Dome is a big play. Uh, Raiders have not played a game in the stadium yet, so there's absolutely no familiarity, no home field advantage. And as Tim was saying, I disagree with most of that, Tim. The Panthers are terrible. Their defense is all rookies. 
they are god awful. It is going to be a boat race. Any team that plays uh, Carolina, bet the over, pound the over. That team can't stop anyone. It was so. I think that's why this line might not be higher, is because the Raiders actually looked decent. If you just, if you just look at the box score, they put up a bunch of points against nobodies. Uh, this is a much different team, and I. It's just it, it's a neutral environment. You know, the Raiders haven't played their indoor stadium, and I think because of the Raiders' opponents, because they face Carolina, and and I know and their defense is so suspect. I I can't put much stock into this offense being good until I see them face a real team, and the Saints are a real team. So until I uh, see otherwise, I'm 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 back in the better offense here. Another split. All right. right. All right. Best bets. Yeah, we're spicy this year. I like spicy. it. Spicy. <laughs> Who's, uh, who's opening up? We got some good games. Just while you guys think about it, there's there's this Falcons Cowboys game. I feel like they're both in that in that Falcons mold of teams that look like they should be really good, but they're not. Um, yeah, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. Buccaneers home opener, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady opens up at home, nine point favorites. That seems right. that's yeah, juiced that's, to hell. That's you just high. trashed. You just I you just literally just finished trashing the Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> But nine points in a Same division team game coming into Tampa Bay, a, a division game. Get the pirate ship going. <laughs> I can jump in here. I got a game. You ready? Um, Roll. Yeah, there's actually a lot of a lot of the lines that I made in in uh, predicting that I was actually off by quite a bit. Um, but the one that really jumps out at me is I made this team a favorite, and the line opened them a dog. And I think that's wrong. Um, I love the Eagles at home here, catching a point and a half. I made them two-point favorites in this line. Um, but like we said, the Rams, you know, they looked okay, I guess, opening night. You know, a couple – maybe that last that last penalty that wasn't a penalty on, on the Cowboys, maybe this game is tied or they lose if that goes the other way. But, yeah, aside from the really that, that first drive when they looked like very surgical up and down the field, the Rams didn't do a whole lot of offense. Um at home and now they go on the road, go to the East coast. Um, I don't think the Rams travel that well. At least not the last two years. They've looked very pedestrian. Uh, Goff played a pr- pretty clean game last week. And, you know, I think maybe that comes back to reality where maybe like, I think he throws a pick or two in this one. Eagles couldn't look worse. You know, 17, nothing lead against Washington. Freaking Dwayne Haskins comes back from the, you know, back from the dead. This team stuns and Philly loses. Um, I think this is like a get-right game. You know, they come back home, they regroup. And I, l- I looked at the history of these two teams. So they played 13 times since 1995. Against the spread, the Eagles are 11-1-1. They've only lost one time against the spread. Eagles dominate this matchup. Um, this just seems like a game where you know, the, the public is just probably against the Eagles. Like, they look so bad. And I think this is just a team that, that will just rise up to the occasion. I think they have talent. They have a better – if not better, but an equal-ish head coach, I think. Um, and I think they scheme up some things to keep the Rams off balance. I think Goff throws a pick or two in this game, uh, and Eagles went out right. All right. Uh, Eagles at home. I don't know. I think Wentz is on the fence of being uh, put in the is Joe Flacco elite category, where he built up his name – and he's now just coasting on that uh, reputation. 
but he he made some ugly decisions and plays in that second half. Um, but I mean, short line. Um, I agree. Golf is a phony, so uh, being a home dog seems wrong. It's not like yeah, the Rams looked great. Yeah, I'm agree with Roy on this one, and the fact that I don't think that the uh, the line should be this close. And I, I think that the, the Eagles will cover. Do I think the Eagles win this game? I'm not sure. But do I think the Eagles will cover? I think yes. Well, it's a point and a half. If they cover, they probably win. I mean, the, yeah, <laughs> that's such a one. small margin. <laughs> it's, it's right there. The line's perfect. Perfect line. Yeah. I don't think golf's done enough, at least in this season, to make them road favorites this early. And the Eagles are still – I think they're both fairly even teams. That's why. All right, best bets, boys. What do you got? I'm going to take the Jaguars getting nine points against the Titans. I love it. <laughs> he's, in on, he's in on him already. He's not, it's, it's, it's not that I'm in on it. It's that, that the Titans – are getting nine points. Ooh, no, no, no. the Titans are nine-point favorites. They're given nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're giving nine. That's oh. what I mean. Well, it's like, who in their right mind would give the the Titans nine points after watching that game last week? Like, who? Like, I, I just don't get it. Uh, and the the Jaguars played well last week against the Colts. It was. I, I that's that's the only reason why it's because they're getting so many points that I'm on the Jaguars. It's not because I think they're actually a good team. It's just that I, I I can't believe that the Titans are giving that many points. Yeah, a division game should be a little closer, I think. Yeah. How was it? Yeah, these division games are very close the season. Yeah, there's some pretty lopsided uh, division lines here, for sure. For it's me, confusing because there's no home field advantage. Yes. Nothing you can actually, like, what is the reason behind home field advantage? Like, we don't know yet. There's only one week of football. So, the only team that had fans, the Dolphins, got smoked. So, uh, yeah, that's tough. I do have uh, a best, best bet. I have already bet it. Uh, we gone max bet. On this one, <laughs> does that mean uh, you you empty the bank account on this game? This is uh, sell the house, uh, sell, sell the, the kids. <laughs> uh, I've t- I've, and again, two weeks in a row, it's maybe an omen. Tim hasn't bet this team, but I have bet the Niners only oh. giving only giving a touchdown to the Jets. Oh my God. Only giving a touchdown to the Jets. Ooh, man. The way the Niners looked last week, I don't know. Hey, bro. Hey. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just don't, no. Go, don't go there. The Niners were winning that game, the whole game. They had a bunch of ugly mistakes. Imagine what the Jets would do with that advantage. They won't. That's they, true. They, they won't. They, do won't they won't capitalize they on any of that. They won't do and they don't even have their best weapon, Le'Veon Bell. Right. Le'Veon Bell's out. So. Uh, I'm not afraid of Frank Gore. 
<laughs> Revenge game. Let's go. Thirty-eight-year-old, thirty-eight-year-old Frank Gore, the ghost of Frank Gore is coming out to play. If the Niners don't cover a touchdown against the Jets, I'm off the Niners for the rest of the year. So that's pretty much my mentality about it. Um, so that's that's where we are. I will. I, 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 definitely, I, I like that. Well, it's a, it's a lot of points on the road. The Jets. Yeah, the Jets are fucking awful. Well, and the Niners, the Bills, the Niners have the a – The Bills boat race them. The Niners yeah. are like a major Super Bowl favorite. And if they can't beat the Jets by more than a touchdown, it's a, it's a statement game. All right, so if the Niners go into Buffalo, what's that line, Matt? Uh, three. That, I, I don't know. I think that's like a – yeah, that's maybe a two and a half. In for favor of who? Niners for the Bills. For the Bills. For the Bills. Bills. Yeah. Bills. All right. Okay. I, I say the Bills are favored. Yep. Fair enough. I think it's a lot of points on the road. I mean, yeah, the Jets are terrible and they look bad, but a home opener for them, uh, I it's I wouldn't be I wouldn't be rushing to the to the window to bet the Niners after that performance going on the road. It's, they were winning that game. I don't understand. It in, was like until a, they did, until they were. Some turn of events happened versus a, a team that we think is pretty good we think the cardinals are playoff contenders the jets however are the jets (laughs) (laughs) strong (laughs) argument what else is there to say it's true they're bad they're another consistent team consistently bad good luck army good luck with that all right well you guys couldn't sell army on the road favorite i'm sorry army couldn't sell you on his road favorite 49ers giving a touchdown but can I sell you on the road favorite Jeez. Baltimore Ravens giving oh. a touchdown at the Houston Texans, which which I heard you all say. Uh, I was, I was, I was thinking about team. this game. It's bad I was thinking, I was, I was thinking about doing this game as well. And but this was my other game I was going to do. And isn't there some part of you that just feels like, man, the Ravens got really unlucky that they played their worst game um, in, that, in, in the playoffs? Because, Mark Jackson yeah. is a stud. He is a yeah. regular season god. Uh, yeah. and, and he's another Kershaw. He's Kershaw. Like, literally regular season god. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, I'm taking, I'm taking the Ravens. Let's go. Um, I'm betting I'll, this. I'll take, him to, I'll take him to slam the, to slam the Texans. I think this is a clear sort of top-tier team <laughs> against uh, second or third-tier team at best. And, yep. uh, I, 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 I agree wholeheartedly with you guys. I was, I was, this was going to be my, if I didn't see how many points that the Titans were giving, I was going to pick this game. This was going to be my second game. All in. Let's go. Yeah. I'm, I'm in there too. Selling my second house. <laughs> <laughs> Liquidating the stocks. <laughs> the yeah. Are in I mean, the on, paper, go, boys. on paper, it makes sense. It's uh a top tier team against a, a team with a lot of question marks, but again, a big road favorite against a team making their home opener after a loss. Back like, up the truck, Roy. I, this is the Houston Texans we're talking about. They gave away DeAndre Hopkins. Not a trustworthy organization for your money. Yeah, they, hard they money. literally gave him away for a bag of peanuts. It, yeah, it's the, crazy. The, field, the fans are probably protesting. <laughs> like, you just yeah. threw away a best player. <laughs> Yeah, if there was, if there were fans there, they'd be booing the Texans as they're getting on the field. Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt it. It's just, uh, 
good luck with that bet. It's, uh, I think he'll be sweating that the whole game, honestly. Wedding it. At least with that many points, the back door is going to be wide open. And That's true. Yeah. No, I'm no, sweating no. that. Because I think this game will get into garbage time. And Deshaun Watson is a garbage time god. He's another Stafford. Like, he just yep. just like throws for 400 yards in garbage time. You don't think the Ravens are a garbage time god, gods? Do you well, what they, I think they said Bench Jackson. They put teams into the ground last year. Well, I mean, look what they did to the Browns last week. Yeah. Uh, they just they put them away early, and it was not even close. Right. And they're not sitting, guys, week two. It's not like, oh, we're up four touchdowns. We're going to stop throttling them. No, no they're just like, let's, let's keep it going. Like, let's, <laughs> let's put DK Dobbins in there and have him run for two touchdowns. It's like you – know, Do you remember what they did to the Texans last year? Yeah, they molested them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 41 to 7. Yeah. So, garbage, was... time, garbage time quarterback or not, 41 to 7. They took him out back. Let me just put it that way. And that was with Hopkins, right? Yeah, with yeah it was with Hopkins. So. What's going to be the weather in uh, in the Jets? Houston? Game? No, in, in Jets. Oh, I was like, Houston's the dome. <laughs> yeah. Is that going to be a factor at all? Oh, shit. Yeah, right. There's a hurricane coming, right? Hurricane, or hurricane's coming, but also Niners have been playing in like smoke filled in Bay Area for how long? And now they go to, it's going to be freezing cold, maybe a rainy. If it's going to be, you know, rainy and cold, then it could be a slot fest and not much offense. Well, at least you have to worry about the field because the field's turf. So the field conditions. Is that a MetLife? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be turf. So they're not going to be too doing too much slipping or whatever. But you just have to worry about turnovers because whenever yep. it's, it's is, wet. This is my whole argument about this. The Jets looked bad. The score ends like close. They lose by 10, but it was not close. The Niners-Cardinals game was a close, winnable game by a playoff, you know, Super Bowl favorite. So, I don't know why not they couldn't cover seven points. It's just a big line on the road. Um, the Niners shouldn't have been six or seven-point favorites against the Cardinals last week, but... I agree with you. That The line was ridiculous. That, that, I think it should have been three or four, and it was seven. Yeah, so, the, so the, it had to be four, at least four. It's not a three. The Cardinals ha- hadn't proved themselves at all. Correct. So it was kind of a, a bad spot for them. But this this line makes it seem like the Niners are still the dominant powerhouse, which they probably are. But it just these are the Jets too, like one of the two worst teams. Yeah. 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 I mean, this that's is the a, argument. This is if, if you're saying the Niners, the Niners are are inflated. Maybe they're only a nine and seven team. Maybe they don't even make the playoffs. They're an eight and eight team, but that's because the NFC West is so it's difficult. Stats. Yeah. But then it's first the Jets, and the Jets are the worst, one of the worst teams in football. So an eight and eight team is only giving a touchdown. No, yeah, the Niners should pound the Jets here, but it, it's just whenever like you have a game where it's like, Oh, the favorites should pound this team. And like they're on the road, giving that many points. I always think like what, you know, that, that's what can go wrong. Like a turnover here or there or back to recover. And this is one of those, like, Hey, we messed up last week and the team (laughs) is ready to like go to town on the next team they face. All right. All right. 
And right. if it's a, a dog, it's they're going to light it up. They're not going to screw around. I thought yeah. the Niners looked okay. Jimmy G looked mediocre, but the rest of the team was winning. I yeah, wide were... receivers. The, <laughs> the, the wide receivers were atrocious. They were really fucking bad. Um, they were never open. <laughs> and they, they were never catch. open. They couldn't catch yeah. either. Yeah, they can't, they couldn't catch. I mean, Jarek McKinnon looked super rusty in the first half. He he finally caught a pass in the second half and, and took it in for a score. The one but, thing that yeah, did I, change that the the game the thing that changed that game was George Kittle getting his knee injured in the second half. Yeah, or well, in the first half. Like, yeah, first half. And so, like, you go into the locker room, it's like, oh shit, our our best option is down. Who the hell are we gonna throw to? Well, um, my my question to Mark is why weren't we using Jordan Reed more? Jordan Reed looked like he was ready to go, and we yeah. just refused to use him. Yeah, use him as many times before his head explodes. Or something. Exactly. I mean, what what else are you paying the guy for? It's like you know what his job is. He's he's gonna be he's gonna be like a slant. He's gonna be like a slant receiver. He's not a blocker. Hmm. All right. Okay. I was passionate. I like it. Well done. Well done. All right. That Bears line well, is also uh, very suspect. Week, week two already here. Oh? That well, Bears line. The Bears line is suspect. As I was saying, the Giants. I think oh. there's some value going forward because they look pretty mm-hmm. terrible. The Bears. I was, I was the watching. Bears are awful. They they can't move the ball. It's like I was watching seven straight drives, and the and the the game cast was like interesting. You know. Bears short uh, pass short left for one yard pass short left incomplete pass short right for, <laughs> it's like okay the Bears should not be favoring against anyone. There were some epic throws this uh, this week too. I cannot up yeah the the Lions that was uh, oh god I cannot oh, believe DeAndre Smith yeah. yeah DeAndre Swift, Swift. man holy oh, Christ I was like him. watching that that's oh, a gut my punch goodness. Dude, that was his rookie game, too. That was his first game of his career. And you know everyone's watching. It's like, ugh. Yep, yep. Then then you've got, yeah, the Eagles uh, giving up 17. (laughs) Yeah. No response to the football team. To Dwayne Haskins and company. (laughs) The football team. (laughs) To WFT. Uh, What else happened? Vikings made a a punch. The rise of Aaron Rodgers, baby. He's back. You think so? Uh, oh, was, this is his year. This is his revenge. You love these guys, man. It's a revenge like a five-year tour. stretch of quarterbacks, and you just like hitched your hitch your cart to that wagon way back in the day on Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers. These guys are pa- so good. Uh, Philip Rivers looked uh, oh, terrible. Don't get pulled. <laughs> he looked decent. Okay. Dude, that la- that last drive where he threw that pick that was ugly. That he, last pick. He's above it, it replacement was, level. He is. <laughs> he is. But, but that was very reminiscent of his Charger career. Comes to the last drive of the game. He oh, can absolutely. Lead the Chargers for, look, lead the Chargers to win the game. Oh, he throws a late pick. The fourth quarter pick. Like, yep. That's, that's basically his career in a nutshell. He's like a Hall of Famer, right? He's been around for borderline. so long. How borderline. Borderline, right? yeah, yeah. Borderline. That's, that's because the he thing. never like, had like all, really all these guys who it's like a Rafael ac- accumulate like <laughs> a million stats but never actually do anything exactly. Of, he's like a Warren Moon type, like he 
accumulated a zillion stats. He had great yeah, like, teams I mean, I, too. Like more Moon eventually made it into the Hall of Fame, but it took him years. Like because he never did anything in the playoffs. Same with same with Rivers. And Rivers has had such good teams. Yeah, he did. When he had LT and Gates in the premium time of their careers and did nothing. Like Oh my God. I don't really blame Rivers much for that period because the kickers would lose the game. If you're good, you're not supposed to leave it up for the kickers. I swear to God, I said it several times this weekend. I hate kicking. It's <laughs> so frustrating. Like, no one has fun watching that happen. It's like uh, this guy who doesn't participate in any of the football actions with the team is sent out there to try and win the game. This is why you – is this why you hate poker? Because there's this sort of, like, randomness factor that, like, doesn't sit right with you? Poker? <laughs> I like poker. <laughs> I just mean when you get bad beat, it's, like, the ultimate slap in the face for you. And I well, feel like it's this just is like the football a, version of a bad beat. <laughs> yeah. the, kick, the kicker isn't a football player. And <laughs> Wow. He's, he's arguably the only football player. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true oh man but yeah it, it's just been ugly to watch i don't know if it's because i've been watching more or i don't know but it looks like they're the kicking is getting worse i think the making the extra point so far away is uh exacerbating how obvious it is that it's very hard to kick a football but yeah i mean watching gustafsky couldn't put in the gimme mm-hmm. without you know have you having to to sweat it so the extra yeah, commercials they're never going to get rid of kickers yeah i don't i don't see how they could um i, I mean kickers are here's too- a proposal here's a proposal sell, sell ads on the uniforms and then eliminate those extra commercials i'm sh- that's already going to happen with i mean Think yeah so? I hope not. That's that's oh, on. That. That's it, they're already on their training jerseys. So I mean, it's only a matter of time before Visa puts their stamp on the front of the jersey. Yeah, it's on NBA jerseys. I mean, it's not. It's not gonna ha- not happen. It's gonna happen eventually. The kickers' union will never allow kickers <laughs> to be eliminated, though. Oh, the, I, the kickers will always exist in the game. <laughs> that that's. Like, maybe you can get rid of kickoffs, but field goals? Field goals will always exist in the game. Kickoffs, that means to go. That's Would it, way wouldn't to it be interesting, kickoffs. though, if there, if there weren't kicks and you just had to go for it? Every time? Yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. I mean, it's possible, but I, I doubt it. I don't you think just watch offense all the time. I think that would be great. It's similar to, like, when uh, college kicking. Just turn over yeah, on what? when college football moves to the overtime and it's like a detriment to the team to be forced to kick the field goal. Like you, you have to try and score a touchdown. Yeah. Instead teams are like, Oh, we'll be conservative and not, you know, risk it all to throw a touchdown. We're going to just kick the field goal or be safe about it. Well, that's because in college, the kickers are so bad. (laughs) There's no way you'd, you'd ever risk. You'd ever risk your college 
Well, it, it's more like yeah. Career, so like you get one possession, on because and if, it's... if you kick, you you the other team has the advantage that they know they can win with the touchdown. That's my problem with college football is that basically it's that's the best part watered, of college football. <laughs> it's a watered down part. version of of watching the NFL. It's just like a worse version. I think it's so a that, version, yeah. I agree, but I think that is a better way of overtime. Oh, oh yeah, I agree that the overtime system is better. I agree with you there. <laughs> Where every team, they get as many possessions as they need until somebody doesn't score. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a great, that's a great uh, overtime system. Hmm. Instead I, of, I, like, sudden death. I mean, death. so Goskowski bangs in the game winner – but they played the game to go for a kick with a kicker that had missed four times that game because the touchdown was too risky. Well, they were trying for a touchdown that drive. They were not trying to put the field goal team out there. In that last drive, they were trying to score a touchdown. They were not trying to put the field goal team out there. After that fourth miss or third miss. Yeah, but I think what Wes's hypothetical is that instead of – a kick being available, you NFL blitz it. You have to go for the it. NFL on, blitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just on, only on play offense. And, on fourth and twelve, you have to try and get the first down instead of set, you know throwing a you know three yards slant to get the field goal kicker closer. How exciting would that be? No, like <laughs> it's better. Better NFL blitz is uh, better than real football. So. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> Take away the, I don't ever enjoy watching punts except for the one every like 30 times the guy returns it for a touchdown. But the other 29 times, it's like, oh, come on. I, I I'm not disagreeing with the excitement level, but I'm just talking about for the, I guess, rules of the game and, and just basically the way the system is set up the, the way it is. You can't change it. I guess you can completely overhaul the system where you can get rid of punting and, and field goals. But the way things are right now, it's literally impossible. Yeah. I think there were only like – there was like no punt returns for a touchdown. There was like four. It's probably also a source of like half the injuries or something, disproportionate. Yeah, it's not, like, not not punts, not punts. Kick the, the kickoff, kick, yeah, kickoffs. Yeah, so we eliminated kickoffs, kind of. No, I, yeah, <laughs> that, I, that's a pretty good I'm, move. I'm all I'm all for eliminating the kickoff and just putting the ball at the 25 yard line. Just put the ball at the 25 yard line, and that's it. Then go all in and turn it into just put the ball wherever the other team couldn't move it from on fourth down. Yeah, I I think uh, the there yeah it should be an option of the kicking team do we want to just take the 25 or we're trying to kick an onside kick Those yeah uh, that's another option you could tell the other side like yeah can the you guys onside, do an onside kick? onside kick is now dead too with like how you can't have too many people on one side I th- the, one side yeah has to, you can't have more I, I think it was at five you can't have more than five on one side or whatever it, well no there's also you can't start from can't like a, run a large yeah you can't run no running start so you're like basically static trying to run 10 yards hope the ball 
to flex off someone <laughs> and you recover it. I think there mm-hmm. was there was less than five uh, on sidekick returns last year too. That's dead. That is impossible now at this point. Actually, the Falcons did it uh, last week. They re- uh, recovered on sidekick. Oh, we can't really? let the podcast end. We, no. Okay, we'll end the podcast on this. Roy, where are you? Are you on or off the Falcons this week? Oh, oh God! <laughs> like that—that was the, that was such a frustrating game to watch because literally Todd Gurley was getting hit behind the line of scrimmage every single run, and the Falcons weren't touching Chris Carson until they got five yards of separation. So, and, and, until like, is it an O line issue? Um, while you're running the ball, I know like. I know what's his face wants to be balanced and run Todd Gurley, but you have Julio Jones, you have Matt Ryan, literally just throw the ball. He's unguardable. So until they figure that out and they're going to try to run Todd Gurley, I, I can't get behind this team. Um, it's, it's too lethargic on offense and the defense is just suspect. So, but then the Cowboys like Mike McCarthy and like, he's an idiot. And, and until I see them do anything, it's hard to lay, <laughs> it's hard to lay points at the Cowboys. Well, just present that like, it's like, he's, he's, he's left-handed. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm not rushing to like lay points with the Cowboys, but I'm also not rushing to back the Falcons just yet. I I think it's a it's a I yellow the, light. Yeah, it's tough. Yellow light. You were a green light. Now you're a yellow light. All right, we'll see what happens next week, and we'll do it all again then. All right, boys. Beautiful. Well done. All right. <laughs>